0: Welcome, dear saints of God. This is Third Heaven Authority Podcast, and I'm Mike Thompson. I have a fire within my bones. There's something burning on the inside of me by revelation of the Holy Spirit, and just a power that I sense and feel that I need to share with you, impart to you. So I ask you to open your spiritual ears and just hear what the Spirit of God may be saying to you today. Experience, an encounter with the Lord a few days ago. I happened to have just turned on the television and catching some quick glimpses of things that were occurring around the world. And while I was watching, the Lord just took me into the Spirit. And He took me up into the heavenlies and I circled the earth. And just real quickly, I saw the dissatisfaction that was going on in so many people's lives. In different cultures, different nations. And the Lord spoke to me and He said we're at global critical mass. In the spirit, global critical mass. He said much of the world is approaching this place to where we are coming to a tipping point with a revolution for righteousness. He said Christians all over the world are fed up. They're fed up with unrighteousness, with sin, with control, with the things that are of death, with, uh, you know, the enemy's attacks and the way that he's used um, the spirit of Jezebel and Antichrist, all these things to manipulate people, to attack people, to control people. And he said it's even against governmental tyranny. As I was watching this on the world stage, I had two feelings. Uh, The first side of the coin was this feeling of just sadness for the people. So many people's hearts were just crying out and I could just hear the people petitioning God, asking for deliverance, asking for change. And so many people were going through different struggles uh, in their own lives. The other side of the coin is I felt this immense sense of power and strength because the Holy Spirit was saying, that we are reaching a place to where the cries of the saints have been heard. The authority of the saints is moving, is changing things on the face of the earth. The power of the Holy Spirit within the church, the ecclesia, is beginning to shift and change things. You know that everything that occurs in the natural realm first begins in the spirit, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Whatever struggles have been happening in the spiritual realm, whatever movement there has been uh, on the devil's side when it comes to any form of, of evil or strategies and formulas and plans of demonic spirits, they, uh, they work those things out in the spirit and they begin to influence people and to influence the physical realm so that they can manifest in that natural arena. Well, so it is also with God. God is moving. God is touching hearts. The Holy Spirit, the angels of God, are all moving. The prayers of the saints uh, are changing things in the spiritual realm, and then that influences all these things to begin to manifest in the natural realm. So again, simultaneously, I was feeling two things. The effect of the enemy's attacks on human beings' lives. In other words, what Satan's plans, what Satan was doing, what his intent was. But simultaneously, on the other side of it, is I felt the power of God. What is the Holy Spirit doing? What is Jesus doing on the face of the earth? And I felt that as the Lord was speaking to me, about this global critical mass is that we are in an entirely new time. This is a new Christian era. This is a new reformation. And God is beginning to shake things up on the earth. We have the power. People, realize this, that even though we have to take the kingdom by force, and yes, we have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, is what Paul told the Ephesians that might that strength comes from on high and it's released into the earth through believers like you and like me we have the true spiritual power to change things in the spiritual realm so that it will manifest in the natural and so during this time It's like everything is stirred up and we're going to see when the dust settles how it all plays out. But I guarantee you that the will of the Lord will be done. It's not just watching the things of the enemy as they surface on the political scene, the cultural scenes, the national scenes throughout the earth. But it's also about what Jesus wants done. And he's motivating, he's energizing the church to bring that to pass in the earth. In this encounter, he referred to that as a revolution of righteousness. God is bringing righteousness into the earth. Critical mass is when a size, number, or amount is large enough to produce a specific result. We are at that point right now. Revival is beginning to break out. Spiritual awakening is beginning to circle the earth. People's hearts are ready because they are so dissatisfied. They are so fed up with the way that the world is going... They want a change. And they want the change to be in a way that is peaceful. Now by that I mean the peace of God. Sometimes the peace of God requires violence. In fact, I'm going to talk about that in a few minutes. So just hold on with that. But they want righteousness and goodness. They want to be able to trust their government. They want to be able to provide for their family and know that they are safe and sound. And of course, that across the board goes for people in general, but so much more in the spiritual realm. Because we are the children of God and we know what God can provide for these people. And He can bring them and call them into His kingdom and take care of them and bring them into the covenant. And bless their lives and give them true joy and happiness spiritually that will bring about the kind of joy and happiness that they need in the natural realm. The joy of the Lord will become their strength. Man, I just heard, I saw all of this happening in the Spirit. A revolution of righteousness is coming now because we've reached global critical mass. And it's beginning to occur. I want to encourage you with that. But there's something else that the Lord added to it. He said that a fierce anointing is coming on God's people. The Lord said that he's releasing a fierce anointing that will violently shake demonic strongholds. That it will... Produce a people that are skilled and effective warriors for God in the spiritual realm. Before I pursue that subject, I need to tell you that God also, about the global critical mass, He told me that in America, President Trump is the main political figure that's connected with the critical mass, the change that needs to come to pass. He said that the political landscape is changing and God has placed an anointing on President Trump to be in the middle of it, a catalyst to help facilitate it. And then he said the church and traditional church structure is beginning to change also. And God has anointed the prophets to be in the middle of it. There is an anointing upon the prophets to carry this through the way that God wants it to happen. That's why you see so many changes happening. It wasn't just because of COVID-19. That was just one of the natural elements that was occurring at the same time these changes were taking place. We know that through church history that there's always been a dissatisfaction that's risen in people. Uh, And there has always been a divine move of God, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that's connected with revival and with spiritual awakening and evangelism. We know that people have had to shake off the confines of whatever religious form that had engulfed them and imprisoned them before, that they had been willing to make changes in their own lives, to buck the status quo. And to go out, and I see that that same thing is happening now. Uh, I've been around long enough to have had the privilege of witnessing during the charismatic renewal and the Jesus People movement, that whole scenario as it played out. And in different ways that there's been revival since then. But what's happening now is equivalent to that. And like any major revival... On the earth. We are finding that more and more believers are switching from the old system to the new. It's happening in increasing rates. It's it's kind of like the sheep are escaping the pins that they've been placed in. Now, I'm not casting aspersions. Uh, on anyone, and I'm, I'm not coming against anybody's anointed or genuine ministries. If they love Jesus, if they teach Jesus, then we are all part of the body of Christ. But nonetheless, there's a form and a ritual. If you know anything about church history, when there is a divine move of God, within 20 to 40 years following it, it has waned. It's the people that initiated it had that fire in their bones. The Spirit came on them, and they were willing to do anything to be part of the revival, to go outside of the sanctuary walls, to go into the streets, the highways, the byways, uh, to share it with their neighbors, to have home meetings, to uh, on the, the work environment and the workplace, to be able to share with people, and it came with the true power displays of God. It wasn't just an intellectual revival of the ability to try to talk people into receiving Jesus. It was like the day of Pentecost and the birth of the early church, where people were endued with power, and they genuinely loved God, and they were willing to pray for people and see signs and wonders and move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's happening now. I see it more and more and more. And so the sheep are leaving the traditional pen because they want more and they want to be a part of what God is doing. And he's bringing about this fierce revival. There is a fierce anointing that God has associated with this revival. When I say fierce, he spoke to me uh, because I asked him, what does fierce mean? And he said, first of all, let me tell you what it it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean natural violence. it It does not mean that people have to do something of a violent nature in the physical realm. And of course, that would be the concern right now in the uh, you know the day and age that we live in right now, and all the violence that has been out there, particularly from the far left, and so. People are wary. They don't want that. People want God and the love of God. Well, but he said to me that the fierce anointing carries spiritual violence. Spiritual violence is power. It's authority. You cannot walk in authority and the power of God Without violently changing things. That's what the whole subject of spiritual warfare really is about. It's a tension in the spiritual realm between the forces of darkness and evil, Satan's demonic kingdom, and the forces of light and goodness and righteousness in God's kingdom, Jesus' kingdom. He is the king of that kingdom. And so there's a place of tension there that occurs. And what we find is that tension must bring about change. Spiritual warfare is over who gets to influence change in human beings and thereby in their lives, in their families, in their city, in their nation. Well, God is raising the body of Christ, the ecclesia, up the Church of the Most High, to effect those changes for godliness. Remember, it's a revolution for righteousness. And this fierce anointing is to accomplish that in the spiritual realm. When you witness to someone share Jesus Christ and begin to pray with them, There's a fierce anointing attached to that, and there's violence in the spiritual realm because they are having a struggle going on on the inside of themselves at that particular moment, whether to believe it or not. And the enemy is, as it were, kind of sitting on their shoulder, speaking in one ear and saying, oh, you don't want to believe that. Jesus was just a historical figure. He was a man like any other man. He wasn't raised from the dead, and this is all a lie, and and all religion is just meaningless. And your friends will reject you if you accept him, become a Christian. You know, uh, it'll affect your livelihood and your job and all these things. You, You don't want to look crazy, so just don't do it. But yet, the Holy Spirit, so to speak, is on the other shoulder, speaking in the other ear and saying, Ah, trust your heart. Now, I know the Holy Spirit is in your heart, but you get the analogy. Trust your heart. You know that you feel the presence of God upon you now. You know that this transcends any kind of rationalization that you can come up with now. You must, in your heart, just yield to Jesus. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. And the fight is on. And there is a violence there where the person accepts Jesus and the Holy Spirit takes them and jerks them away from the enemy and brings them out of the kingdom of darkness and translates them into the kingdom of light of God's dear Son. And that violence is by love. Love carries a fierceness about it. We must be fierce warriors for the things of the kingdom of God. And this fierce anointing, the Lord told me, that is coming on God's people, I'm talking about you, me, all of us, right now, is an anointing of the Holy Spirit to propel us forward to accomplish the plans and the purposes of God. That's why it's a global critical mass. We have reached that point. That's why it's a tipping point for a revolution of righteousness. That's why God placed a fierce anointing upon it so that the people will be appointed, they will be approved, they will be anointed, they will be empowered to bring it all to pass. And not only on the national scale, we're talking about nation changing here going on. We're talking about the struggle of governments around the earth, regardless of what nation you are in. I'm in America, and so I see it playing out in our nation, but you see it playing out in your nation. I want to encourage you. God has given you and other believers that are in your nation the ability to bring the kingdom of God and change things, receive the fierceness, receive the anointing, pray in the Spirit, change things on the spiritual plane. And on that landscape, as things are shifted, then it will shift in the natural realm. And we have to, by faith and patience, receive those promises. Faith and patience? Yeah, patience. It doesn't all just happen as far as the manifestation goes at the snap of a fingers. We have to pray it in the spirit and then allow it to work out in the natural realm. And sometimes that takes a while to be accomplished. But what about your own life? That's where it starts. God cares about you. He sees you. He knows who you are your family, your needs. He knows how to bring about his covenant promises, the fulfillment of them in your lives. He has your best interests at his heart. And so we start there. There is a critical mass that's building in your spirit. I really believe that. You're tired. You're fed up. You're dissatisfied. Don't become so impatient that you uh, give up or become weary in well-doing. But that dissatisfaction on the inside is by the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus troubled himself when he stood before the tomb of Lazarus. There was a troubling in his spirit, the Scripture declares, is that he groaned in his spirit, was troubled in his spirit, And then he performed the miracle. Well, that's not only just about God, but it's also about you. I was teaching on that subject last Sunday, and I made this statement to people that I think will help you. So I told them that when Jesus came and all of the situations and the stories uh, about Jesus occurred, it wasn't God showing what he could do. Because Jesus was the great God-man. He was all God. He was all man. It wasn't just God proving what he could do, because we know that God can do anything. But what about the man part of Jesus? It was God showing what he could do through a man, through a believer, through Jesus. But remember, Jesus himself said, The works that I do shall you do, and greater than these works, because I go to my Father. Jesus was giving us the example. And so as he became dissatisfied in his spirit, and he groaned, and he travailed, and he was troubled, it birthed, it was used, it was the Holy Spirit empowering him. It was used to bring about a miracle in the raising of Lazarus from the dead. What about the Apostle Paul? when he was traveling one day and he was going down to the riverbank to meet with a group of Jewish believers and talk to them about Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that this damsel, this teenager with the spirit of divination began to follow him and, and his disciples. And as she did, she was saying the right things. She was saying, these are men of the Most High God. Believe ye them. Hear them. But He got ticked off. The Bible says that he became angry. He was troubled. And out of that, he rebuked and cast that demon out of that fortune teller. And so we see sometimes this dissatisfaction. It produces this critical mass where it propels us to go forward in righteous indignation. That's happening in you right now. It's also beginning to shape in you a release into your own lives. Tap into that. Pray it through. Stand in authority. Don't allow the devil to run roughshod over you, your finances, your health, your family, any of those things for your family. We want them to be strong and healthy. God wants them to be strong and healthy. God wants you to have all of the finances that you need to take care of yourself and to fulfill your assignment in the earth. So it's about you and about the ministry he's given you and the anointing. The anointing is on you. Anointings are a flow. It's like a spiritual energy or electricity. If we want our house to be cooled or warmed, the lights to come on, our toaster to work, our refrigerator to keep our food. We depend upon energy. And so we tap into that electric outlet and all the wiring in our home. And it is there. It's directed. Well, anointings are like that. Anointings are from the Holy Spirit. It's the empowerment that he places on us. And it's not only there to accomplish what it is that we're praying about or what Jesus is telling us to do, but it's also there to provide a flow. What I'm saying is that we need to learn how to flow with the anointing. It's not just on us to accomplish what we want it to. It's there for a reason that empowerment is to give us the ability to go forward It leads and it directs, and when we follow and we flow with that anointing, then miracles happen. Over the years, C.K. and I have learned how to sense what anointings are on us or in a room and to flow with that anointing. There are anointings for salvation, for deliverance, healing, prosperity and finances— anointings that associate themselves with the glory of God and the manifest presence of God. When we sense those anointings, we know it's going to produce miracles in that area, but that it also opens a door for us to follow it and to go with the flow in that area. So I really encourage you to develop your ability in feeling anointings. It'll come upon you sometimes like um, it'll come on the top of your head and just flow down over your body. Sometimes it'll produce a tingly sensation or a heat, maybe the heat in your palms as you're praying for other people. It produces a boldness where before you would have had Uh, no confidence in being able to minister that way to other people. But man, it hits you, and it provides that confidence and that boldness and that courage to just go forward. So those anointings are there to help you. There is a fierce anointing that is on God's people now associated with this global critical mass and bringing about a tipping point for a revolution of righteousness. Oh, I told you I had a fire in my bones. I shared it with you. Now I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice, every sincere believer that wants to be part of this critical mass, wants to be in the fierce anointing, Lord God, I know that the Holy Spirit is there, but there's something about the prayer of a prophet to release it on them, and that's what I do now. In the name of Jesus, I release that fierce anointing upon the people. Catch it, catch it. Catch it now as the Holy Spirit moves on you. Catch it. Move in. Fierce anointing upon them. And in this fierce anointing, Lord God, that they rise and they take what is theirs. And I pray with them for their health, for their finances, for their ministry, for their anointings. I pray with them for their families. We pray together for our nation. And Lord, we are looking for supernatural miracles and nation-changing to occur. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this prophet today. And I hope that you will not miss any future episodes. You can make sure that you don't miss any by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson. Wherever you listen to your podcasts. God bless you. Be fierce in the spirit.